0: This is Rapao and today in Tux Turbo Talk we're talking to Jessica Pratt of Kenyan Swim Racing about winning the Swift Academy and racing down under. Alright, welcome back to the Tux Turbo Talks podcast. It's the first episode of 2020 and the cycling season has kicked off at the Tour Down Under and that's exactly where we are right now. And so I'm sitting across the table here in Adelaide for our first guest uh, of the season, and it's the winner of the 2019 Swift Academy. It's uh, Jessica Pratt of Kenyan Sram Racing. Welcome, Jessica.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> uh,
0: it's the first live podcast for the Tux Turbo Talks, but it's also your first podcast.
1: Yep, it's my first podcast <laughs> ever, so I'm a little bit nervous, but no, it should be really good. <laughs> uh,
0: but you listen to them quite a bit, you said.
1: Yes, I do enjoy listening to podcasts. Um, yeah, they're good. <laughs> Which
0: ones are on your list?
1: Oh, which ones? Um, oh, I don't know. I just really listen to anything that anything educational. I'm I like learning and that sort of thing. So right. yeah.
0: Well, learning. You probably did a lot of learning in the last couple of months of the of the last year. Um, we have to talk about that Swift uh, Academy journey, obviously, and we're going to talk a bit about the Aussie mm-hmm. Summer of Cycling. Um, like the Swift Academy, when was the moment for you that you were like, Okay, I'm gonna sign up for the Swift Academy?
1: Ooh, well um yeah, the Swift Academy. So I was overseas actually in Europe. Um, i might finished my nursing degree, so I'm now a registered nurse in Australia. Um yeah, I was overseas on holidays with my family. Like we'd planned the holiday back in twenty eighteen. Um yeah, I was gonna finish my nursing degree and yeah, go overseas with my family, which was pretty unreal, cause like my dad had never been over to Europe and my little sister had never been over. So we just planned this awesome trip. And um, yeah, I was getting all these emails about Zwift Academy when I was overseas from Zwift and that sort of thing. Cause I do enjoy a bit of, I enjoyed a bit of Zwifting prior to signing up to Zwift Academy. And um, yeah, I thought it'd be a good focus, good to get fit and that sort of thing. Um, when I got back from Europe um, and yeah, with the shift work, I thought it'd be perfect. And so, yeah. <laughs>
0: and did you immediately have expectations? Or, or getting far, or did you aim to go far in the process? Or,
1: yeah, um, I thought it would be amazing to make the semi-finals as Swift Academy, but um, yeah, I didn't see myself. Uh, yeah, I thought making the finals would be a stretch, but um, yeah, crazy, pinching myself to be in this position now.
0: Because um, you, you signed up, but obviously before that, you already uh, did a fair bit of road racing, been in Europe with the Australian development team and then it, I think two seasons after that, another two seasons in the NRS racing. Um, was it still a big goal to become pro?
1: Yeah, so um, I've been riding my bike since I was 11, so I'm now 22, so it's been it's been a few years. Um, raced all through juniors and stuff in Australia, and did a few seasons of the NRS, um, and I did get the opportunity to race in Europe in 2017 with the Australian development team. Um, and we got to do races like our dash um we did the ladies tour in norway we raced um the women's world tour race in sweden so we got some pretty good um racing experience over there and i had like the likes of lucy kennedy grace brown shannon moseed um they were some of the girls on the team so and they obviously are all amazing cyclists and have gone on to do really great things um but yeah it was I finished, I, yeah, I went back home after 2017 and I was like, what do I want to do? I got half a nursing degree sitting there. I love racing my bike and I was a little bit lost. Um, but ultimately, the dream of turning professional has been there for a long time. And to, yeah, to turn professional is just unreal.
0: Were there like any other ways that you saw yourself maybe getting there other than like the Swift Academy?
1: Yeah, so coming from Australia, it's obviously quite challenging um, and yeah the australian development team used to be a great pathway um to turning professional but um i was the last sort of group in 2017 the last group that did sort of tour program and that sort of thing um and there's a bit more of a focus on uh, track cycling now within cycling australia so yeah i was sort of i guess i was looking at options i'm like um, maybe going over to belgium but that racing probably didn't really suit me and i don't know the didn't seem to be a clear pathway and it was going to be quite challenging so yeah I was talking to people and asking for advice what can I do but um yeah then Swift Academy popped up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's what advice what a lot of people were giving you say so just give it a try and see how you go.
1: Yeah definitely. <laughs> um,
0: and when was that moment like in during the Swift Academy that you thought oh maybe I'm gonna have a shot?
1: Oh um Making the semifinals was pretty unreal. Like, I was um, up at 4am, ready to go to work that day. I was going to do a training session first and then head off to work, um, do a training session on Swift. So, um, to receive the email that I was in the semifinals, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, Three of us are going to make the finals out of 10. So, I was like, this is a little bit closer. Um, But, yeah, receiving the phone call also from Ella Harris that I'd made the finals, I was just... I don't know it became a little bit more real and I was like I got a 33% chance of winning a yeah. professional contract now so yeah went all in and yeah
0: and then ovi- and you obviously <laughs> you got that invite Just you made the final you got the invite to go to the training camp in Spain yeah all the sides of the world
1: yeah um, yeah my first time to Spain so <laughs> that was pretty unreal I've been wanting to go to Spain for a long time as everyone um, shows great things of Spain and it was beautiful but um yeah we had 2.5 weeks to prepare um between finding out we made the finals um so yeah i was training hard and that sort of thing and then before i knew it i was on the plane to go to spain um for the kenyan tram training camp which was crazy like yeah my idols were (laughs) sitting there and um every every move is getting judged but um yeah it was such an amazing experience
0: yeah because like on the Last episode of 2019, we had uh, your team manager, Ronnie Lauke on the, on the podcast. He was sort of like explaining it all, how the process would work. So people who haven't listened uh, to that one yet, just go do it so you kind of like know how it all went. Um, how was it experience for you? Like you said, like sort of almost a bit like in shock getting there and how did that change throughout those days that you were there?
1: Yeah I guess for me I was just stoked to be there like I had nothing to lose from it like ultimately whatever happened I was going to gain so much from it and I sort of just went in with the attitude that yeah I've got nothing to lose just give it my best be myself have some fun and yeah the rest will follow if it's meant to be it's meant to be if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be so um fortunately
0: it was. Were you any nervous towards the end of getting more nervous maybe towards the end?
1: Oh Yeah it was quite nerve-wracking towards the end there but unfortunately they gave us a nice little six-hour ride with 3,500 meters of climbing to do (laughs) on the last day so that sort of took the nerves away because we finished the ride and we were pretty spent so (laughs) um, the nerves went away for a little bit but then um, when they told us that we had to leave the hotel room um, and yeah sit outside for a bit while they made the decision that's when that final hour was yeah yeah really nerve-wracking was um, it just the
0: three of you waiting outside before you're getting caught back in or? yeah it was
1: the three of us and matt Stevens. so um i'm sure he was a lot more relaxed than what we yeah. were <laughs> um, yeah it was pretty tense there for a while and um yeah he literally felt sick <laughs> waiting for it but um yeah to find out that i had won was just I didn't believe it to start with
0: yeah and then suddenly you got a pro contract for 2020 what did what what it changed for you after that moment
1: well, well my life has changed now a little bit so um i'm no longer working as a registered nurse which is probably the major um change i guess um all of a sudden and i'll be moving across the other side of the world um in 2020 which for Aussie, it's a long way over there, yeah. but I'm very excited about that. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm living my dream now. <laughs>
0: Wait, where are you gonna live?
1: I'm gonna be living in Girona, okay. so I think that's the, cycling the second Australia, so <laughs> <laughs> it'll be really good. Lots of English speaking riders there, and yeah, it'll be cool.
0: All right, um, and then obviously you start the season, you can immediately start in Australia
1: yeah it feels surreal to start in australia like yeah i started was obviously my i had my national championships um just two weeks ago in ballarat and then yeah tdu um in adelaide it's such an amazing place to start but
0: you were gonna write to tdu for the UniSA team or? yeah
1: i had prior to being prior to winning the professional contract with Kenyon tram um i was gonna be writing for the UniSA yeah. team at tdu so yeah.
0: and now you just got to ride it in a different kit with a pro contract. <laughs> yeah, I did get to
1: ride in a different kit um, yeah it's been an amazing tour TDU to it's such a cool part of the world to race in
0: and then uh, it's not an unsuccessful one either you're ending up like ninth in GC I think you got like 8th or top 10 on that final stage yeah um, pretty
1: crazy so yeah pretty happy to finish ninth on GC but um, I'm so grateful that yeah all my teammates have taught me so much over this week like they are really amazing like yeah grateful to be a part of the team
0: is there like one specific thing that you can point out like that's a big one that i've learned of this past week racing with those girls
1: oh there's probably not one thing that i can point out individually but it's just different things like positioning saving energy through the bunch just noticing what other riders are doing and that sort of stuff and you're just always thinking and um yeah i've learned so much
0: and how how was that feel because obviously you had quite good legs there as well was it sort of an aim for you already immediately the Aussie summer of cycling or is it just
1: Oh, well, it's always good to be going well as an Aussie yeah. to be going well in the <laughs> summer of cycling but um yeah i'm just stoked to be racing here really
0: and what's the because you had some big crowds i think as well for, for the women's tour down under and now you're still in Adelaide soaking up a bit of the atmosphere and riding uh when the men are riding around uh how would you describe the vibe in adelaide at the moment oh
1: the vibe in adelaide for tdu it's yeah one of the best weeks um so i have been down to adelaide a few times for the tdu um week i actually came down in 2018 and i watched the women's race and that definitely sparked a bit of a fire i guess um i i knew that i really wanted to be racing and that sort of thing and then i got to race in 2019 which with my um, national road series team which was pretty cool but yeah to race this year has been amazing but um the vibe here there's just so many cyclists like it's cool cool to have all these aussie (laughs) cyclists in one place and everyone's got a smile on their face and yeah common interest and it's awesome
0: yeah and riding it riding it yourself were there any sort of like idols for you in the in the pro peloton did you have like an idol sort of like growing up who you're now sharing the peloton with or
1: Uh, i have i guess lots of idols within the pro peloton i've always looked up to a lot of the aussie pros um yeah i just wanted to be like them i wanted to be professional cyclists like them they're all amazing they've got amazing personalities they're amazing people and um yeah to be riding in the peloton with them now is just pretty cool
0: um after this after adelaide i think you go heading towards melbourne for race torquay and torquay how do we pronounce that So yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and obviously the Cadell race yeah um any goals in that or
1: Oh, yeah. cadels is always a very um solid race the finishing circuit is quite lumpy so i've actually raced Cadell's two times previously um, yeah, it's just to learn as much as I can and contribute as best as I possibly can to the team's um, outcome. And yeah, really, that's probably my major goal.
0: What, what was the main goal like before going into the season? Did, did you have a chance to sit down with the team manager, obviously, and talk about like what your role was going to be for the whole season and how it all planned out? Or
1: I guess for me, going into this season, my major goal is just to... I guess be a sponge, learn as much as I possibly can, take as much in and fulfill my role as best as I possibly can, um just develop into the best writer that I can be.
0: And what would that role?
1: I guess I'm certain? still I'm still learning um about what kind of writer I am too and that sort of yeah. thing. Like different things like lead outs at this level I haven't really um exp- I haven't had a massive amount of experience I um, in leading out riders and that's something that i'm definitely keen to work on and um yeah i'm looking forward to it
0: and if you look ahead for the for the for the rest of the season uh what's your program gonna look like do you already kind of know i'm um, no, not really actually <laughs> sure of
1: what the rest of the season looks like for me just yet but um yeah and whatever races i get to do i'll be super excited to be there and yeah give my absolute best
0: do you have a dream race in in
1: Oh, do I have a dream race? Um, there's certain races like Strada Bianchi, um, the Giro, uh, yeah, which they'd be cool races to do. I'd love to also represent my country at the world champs um, at the senior level. Um, that would be pretty special too.
0: All right. Already looking at this year's Worlds so maybe later or not <laughs> not specifically yet?
1: No, not specifically yet. Um, maybe sometimes in the, in the future would be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, we go to the Talks Turbo Talks fan question of the week. We always have uh, fans sending out the questions for our guests. Uh, and this week, it's uh, from Bernkopf Megan at on Instagram. And the question is, what is your biggest dream?
1: What is my biggest dream? <laughs> could also that's be
0: non-cycling related, a, that's maybe. That's a deep or
1: question. Um, I don't really know. Um, I feel like I'm living the dream <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, for so long. I just wanted to turn professional and yeah for that dream to come through it's just unreal but i guess i just want to be the best version of me be the best person i can be to yeah everyone friends family be the best person on the bike um yeah i don't really have anything
0: <laughs> and any dream result, maybe um, when we're talking about that worlds you just I want to go to worlds <laughs> <laughs> but
1: um yeah baby steps at the minute I'm um, develop yeah. as much as i can learn as much as i can so yeah
0: yeah okay um Alright, I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, really cool uh, introduction informer uh, into uh, Jess Pratt and how she's gonna ride in the in the pro peloton for the next uh, next seasons, maybe a couple of seasons, hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. Thank you. I'm super stoked that I could be a part of the podcast for today. Yeah, yeah thank al-
0: you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, so yeah, thanks um, Jess for joining us. And if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to leave a rating and a review uh, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast. This was Rob Out with Jess Pratt of Canyon Swim Racing and stay tuned for the next Tux Turbo Talks.